This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are on the sacred feminine journey. You are wild crafting seven figures, and come hell or high water, you will root the divine feminine and more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep. It's so great to talk to you today. I have an amazing episode for you. It's all about time. So many of you I know have issues with time and feel that it's your main obstacle to growing your business. First, I want to let you know that I coach women on evoking the goddess while crafting seven figures from your sacred feminine, and we do this in the Light Goddess Coaching Program by dismantling the suppressed light of the divine feminine, restoring self-belief, intuition, and feminine flow. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com where you can get into a sacred consult with me. And also there you can get the free guide, How to Connect Your Sacred Feminine and Make More Money. And it'll get you started in this work so that you can begin to move your mind out of the way of your intuition. So this, I'm so happy to start this new show on the Light Goddess Podcast. I've been creating this possibility for a long time and finally landed on the best form for it to take. I am going to be doing this show, The Embodied Startup, and it will be released on random days as it naturally flows. And in the title, it will always say Embodied Startup, and it'll have the title of the episode following that so that you can find them if you want to reference or find those episodes for a binge session. And so this first one is about time. And today's episode... I want to get into this because I know that so many of you feel like it's your biggest obstacle in your business. And so many of my friends in business and other coaches I know report this as an obstacle they're actively working through. And I have probably spent a couple years working on this myself. And it has gone in phases. And the reason we get triggered is because our soul is ready to face and release the old wound and the old pattern or past life karma. And so we get triggered. And so time can be so triggering for us and bring up all of our stuff. And that's what's so powerful about setting our revenue goals and dealing with our schedules head on and all the emotions it might bring up and and taking the freedom of being an entrepreneur and then crafting you know, the schedule that works for us and using indigenous time in a way that is right for us and is based on our intuition and our knowing. And that brings up so many things that pushes our buttons, we get our buttons pushed, we feel a reactive response to stimuli or circumstance. And this is so amazing. This is the powerful work because to reach there, who do you want to be at seven figures? Do you want to be fearful and scared and lack? Most people won't be able to make the seven figures with those types of emotions and thoughts that they're bringing with them. And But some people do. And then they get there and then they have to face them, right? If they want a happy, joyous life and and feel really fulfilled and satisfied rather than it being a grind and being that malignant masculine energy, right? And so this is 
so beautiful that we set our goals and then all of our stuff comes up around it so we can heal these things that get triggered within us so that we can process them, allow emotions so that we can release emotions that have been repressed and that have never been felt. And, you know, we... It, it can be a reactive response to stimuli or circumstance. Remember, circumstances are facts and they are neutral. So while the stimulus triggers you and you have an emotion arising, you know, that could be something somebody said, that could be um, a project you're working on, whatever the trigger is, you know, and you have an emotion arising by looking at it as neutral, but looking as the, at the trigger as neutral, you retrieve your power of it over you and you decide what you want to think and feel you afford yourself the opportunity to lovingly allow and release your emotions so you don't repress them so you don't avoid them your work around time in your business is so powerful because it will change you and offer you profound freedom and so much I mean, all of our life is perception, right? So it's this perception of freedom in your business, but sometimes you can feel like you're putting a schedule back into place. You're putting a non-freedom back into place (laughs) when you're giving yourself a schedule in your business, right? And it will absolutely, doing this work, though, will absolutely empower you to be the creator goddess, deciding for your life and deciding for your days and your moments, It is also challenging and it brings up your ineffective beliefs for revision along with all the repressed emotions around parts of your own human condition that ensnared and tangled around the concept of time. And time in our Western culture, it is conditioned, you know, our Western culture is conditioned around a linear model of time, past and future, you know, so emphasized and so destination focused. Future focus is setting your intention and doing you know, your intention of your revenue goal or your intention of creating a project in your business and doing the belief, the thought, feeling, and action work to believe into your, intuition, your, into your intention as you take action to get there. Really living that energy and way of thinking of that identity that you're creating within yourself as you're doing it right so you're living in that and putting yourself there every day for a certain amount of time so that you're creating the future you that you envision that's really different than destination focus destination focus is focused on the goal driven by linear madness pressure fear it's very fear driven worry doubt focused on getting there rather than inhabiting your moments as you're creating something One is driven by the malignant masculine of the prescribed program or way of living, and one is generated from lovingly knowing feminine intuition, loving you, loving your process, loving life, trusting in the process of life is a big fear and resistance so many women face because of the linear model of time and the overculture in the world growing up with that programming Living in that world, we so often sublimate our trust in the process of life, in the birth-death-rebirth cycle that's always occurring, in the in-breath and out-breath, in the cycles of the moon, a new sign every two and a half day, days, in the seasons. We are rhythmic, circular, spiral beings in a spiral galaxy, in a spiral evolutionary process. The evolutionary process is this larger process of life that 
eagle eye view, the grander vision of our soul's process, and then we have our process of life as this incarnation on earth, right, in this body. So to trust in the process of life, when you've been told most of your life to hurry up and timed on math tests and never allowed to process or feel your emotions or take time to care for your being, you can begin to understand why this is bringing up so much in, within you. And you might have compounding perceptions like you should just get over it or this should be easier or things like that that make it even more of a challenge. And so it's like peeling off those perceptions one by one, allowing and processing the emotions that come up for you around it. The linear model of life also induces you know, pregnancy before it's natural. There are so many unnatural things in medicine. The list is long, you know, that's on this linear schedule, like telling people when they're going to die, for example. I mean, that's, that's programming the mind. Like most people die within that time frame because of that subliminal messaging, because they believe it. And the doctor is, you know, appears as an authority figure in their belief system. And so, they believe it and they go along with it. It's a biology of belief, you know. Um, there's so much written about this. There's so much data to back this up if you're not already, you know, understanding that, that our biology follows our beliefs. And so, you know, the social constructs of age is another place where we have all of these social constructs on age that it does not mean. This age does not mean that and that age does not mean that. Um and you don't have to live by these constructs. You get to choose for you. Um, there's, you know, this, there's unnatural perceptions conditioned into children in the education system around subjects and learning and possibility. There's conditioning around the lifespan and cultural narratives about age and what it means, like I said, and instead of the process of life and age and living, having like honor and reverence as it once did in the time of the goddess cultures, we know as early as like 12,000 years before common era, the process of life was honored with reverence. You know, instead, this linear construct of time is really perpetuated in, in the overculture. You know, women at that time in the goddess cultures, women were honored and reverence, you know, were on, women were honored with reverence, as was life itself. Imagine growing up in a world where women are honored rather than objectified as a sex object or a trophy wife or a maid or a container for a masculine lineage, right? Imagine this different world that by facing your all your triggers around time and facing your perceptions and re revising those, revising your beliefs around time, allowing for your own beautiful process of time and schedules and and what that looks like in your business and however long it takes you to to find a great working system for you or or a great working you know daily rhythm for you however long that takes you know imagine the difference that it's going to make for all the women coming behind you that you are a model for that you're an example for right and all the little girls that are going to see the women today facing their issues with time, facing their perceptions around it, you know, creating, you know, getting in touch with the, with trusting the process of life. It's like this, um, TV show, um, was, 
it's something about um, my friend the octopus or something, and it's this awesome documentary about this um, man who befriends this octopus, and he's like going snorkeling down into the ocean or diving into the ocean to connect with this octopus, and they become friends over this time, and he watches the octopus whole life cycle, and what happens is octopus gets um, a an arm, I think bitten off or something by another animal another sea creature and um and so it goes into this process and the man didn't know if the octopus would live or not live or if it was okay because it just stopped eating went into its its cave and didn't come out for a hundred days because that's what that's the process of healing that it had to go through to regrow its arm so it regrew its arm came out ended up mating and having babies and you know this beautiful life journey that this man witnessed its whole life journey but that hundred days it had to take that whole hundred days or you know that whole time period that process to heal and rejuvenate and to regrow the arm and so within ourselves, we can look to we can look to our world around us and see how we're so supported in the true rhythmic way of living and the rhythmic process of time and a rhythm of the way that we want to live our lives, right? And you know, during the time of the goddess cultures, the family lineage was matrilineal, all from the mother's line. Imagine experiencing a world like that, a world where fear is nearly eradicated and art and ritual is so primary and life and like gives so much meaning to life, right? You get all all the things done that you need you need to, providing shelter and food and warmth and entertainment and ritual, dance, play, art all without the pressures and distractions of our current construct of time. That's how they lived. That was just normal, right? That was the way life was. The way the Western society works with time is a construct. The Gregorian calendar isn't accurate. We have arbitrary dates for holidays rather than deep, meaningful ritual that nourishes our soul. Instead, so often the holidays are chaotic and rote. Most indigenous peoples live on ancestral time and spiral time. They know when to do things and read the trees and the plants and the animals. They hear deeply what is inaudible. They sense beyond the mind what the mind can comprehend. They see through the hologram of what is visible. Living in this intuitive way is fluid and flowing and loving to your nervous system and an endocrine system, endocrine system, and you can live by indigenous time now in your life and in your business. Indigenous meaning that it is indigenous to you, to your body's rhythms, to how much sleep you need, to how much play and self-nurture and sunshiny sunshine you need. You know, for me, I'll share my podcasting batching project. I have wanted to batch my podcast episodes for a while and I've made it happen several times and then would be back to daily posting and I would beat myself up if I didn't make my deadlines and, you know, my deadlines self-imposed. <laughs> so who's the arbiter here, you know? But obviously, as a business owner, you want to be consistent for your clients and your community and your audience. It's a must, right? And so obviously you have to, you really have to honor that and make that happen, right? But we are also in a process of business, of growing into ourselves as, a, as the entrepreneur that we envision ourselves to be, like always growing and growing and evolving that newer vision for ourselves, right? In the way that we 
that we see it. It is, it's not a one and done. It's not an overnight process. And so often people don't talk about their journey with getting their schedule in alignment or any part of their business, you know, for the highest, you know, getting their schedule in alignment for the highest self-expression. You only see that finished product after years of effort and belief work and emotion work that they did to make that happen for themselves, you know. So often you see the pretty and polished, you know, people have cultivated mastery in what they're doing and it's beautiful, but to punish your now and your process because of someone else's result and their end result is very unloving to yourself. And it's so unnatural. It's not the way things really work. It's not the natural rhythm of life, right? And it's so unloving to the natural unfolding of your own journey that will offer you so much within yourself and gifts and understanding and love and value by allowing time to be a process that you work out for you. Most people do, due to the conditioning and the culture of linear time, the conditioning and the culture around specific times of day, meaning specific things, that it probably doesn't for you. And, and does not have to mean that, you know, for example, 5 p.m. meaning dinner or 11 meaning bedtime and so on, you know, most people due to conditioning around age and linear worldview on all topics struggle with time in their business, particularly for the first couple years. Some people implement their schedule and then work on all the joylessness that's coming up around it and all of the different buttons that are being pushed, while other people have to face their procrastination in action. It's a little different for everyone, but most women, most people deal with this. In business, you get to set your hours of operation and your client hours and your work schedule and this freedom often causes people to not do the steps of process of figuring out what will work for them and adapting it constantly and experimenting with it until you find working models for yourself. And if you didn't have to fit everything in at a specific time and you could do things when you wanted, what would be different for you? And this is actually the case. I know so many of you have children, and so it might not seem like the case, but even their sleep schedule is something that you get to choose. You get to choose your life. You get to choose when you eat. You get to choose when your family does this, that, or the other, your children at least, and you get to choose, you know, what the way you build your world and the way you create your and use your time in a way that's really nourishing and really honoring of the process of life and trusting in the process of life. You get to make your schedule and adjust and adapt it as it is loving to you and supportive to you and creates amazing opportunities in your business so that you might have your schedule set, but if you're adaptable and you're used to doing that and you've got it to a place that feels really beautiful, all of a sudden this opportunity comes up and you can go in and take that meeting or you can get onto a Zoom call or you can go work on a project suddenly when that opportunity opens because you have a rhythm in your business and you know where you can you know, take one thing and put it into another section of your schedule um, and take opportunities when they come. So for me, I had so much shame come up around my schedule. And so dealing with our triggers and our buttons that get pushed around our revenue goals and around our time and schedule goals around our time management, around our projects and our business, that this is what we want to face. We want to face the emotions that come up so head on and so just um, so purely and and truthfully and honestly and 
And I, you know, I had shame come up. It was really surprising that it was like shame. I was like, okay. And when I first started working with it, I, you know, was working, you know, I, I felt like if I wasn't working with the, with some prescribed amount of hours, then I must be doing something wrong. And of course, that was the reason for under earning at the time. And at least that is what I made it mean. You know, I made it mean that because I didn't work some set amount of hours that somebody else dictated or prescribed, then that was the reason, you know, I wasn't making enough or, or under earning. And they're all just thoughts. It didn't mean that. And I didn't have to make it mean that. And, you know, I, I got coaching on my brain and I worked on that to process and allow the shame to allow it to process through to keep facing it whenever it came up and to keep working with my schedule until I could find a way to, to, to use my time that worked for me. You know, guilt, um, you know, I had guilt come up and I would spin in overthinking about what I was doing and if it was enough or the right things instead of playfully and lovingly being in my business, doing the projects. This is why we have to get our thoughts out on paper and to see them and what emotions they're creating for us. I had shame come up around my podcast recently, so I had to process that and allow that emotion to be there and to come through and to breathe with that. I had to allow the emotion of shame to be there. I had internalized other people's thoughts about time. I felt like I was out of time, had no time, and would not make it in time. <laughs> like, man, talk about the pressure. Talk about so much weight and burden. I had to feel the emotion of shame. I had to breathe with it after locating it in my body. I had to allow it to pass through me. Shame is an emotion that most of us sublimate. We push it down. We avoid it. And most of us cannot identify the emotion of shame. And women have been shamed in our societies for everything, especially around our bodies and our sexuality, which is for no one else to comment upon or have an opinion about other than you. And, you know, women are shamed for you know, being a prude, they're shamed for having too much sex, they're shamed, you know, just for all of these perceptions, you know, if your hair looks like this, if it doesn't look like that, if your body looks like this, if it doesn't look like that, you know, it's just endless amounts of shame is perpetrated on women and projected onto women in our culture. And so that's part of what we dismantle when we look at when we allow ourselves to feel our emotions. And especially to process shame, there's so much internalized messaging around how you are supposed to be in the culture. No wonder you don't feel like you can be your authentic self. <laughs> no wonder you feel you're feeling fear of putting yourself out there, right? You must allow your emotions to rise and breathe with them. You cannot intellectually process emotion. You certainly, it's really important to do that work. You certainly detangle the issue around the emotion so that it can be released. But the release itself can only be done through the body. And as such, you must put methods in your toolkit so that you know how to immediately and lovingly allow your emotions and allow your feelings so they can pass through you rather than becoming illness, weight, procrastination, you know, and we do all that deep work in the Light Goddess Coaching Program. I had to love myself through the process of implementing batching in my podcast and other areas of my business and just allow, you know, I'd process shame, dealt with it, and and just kept doing that as much as I needed to and then was able to do the batching process and work on and work towards that, not judging how long it, it how long it's taking me, you know, how long it's gonna take. 
and not judging that process and letting that be that beautiful, you know, part of my business journey. And we so often judge ourselves on the small journeys in our business and disallow the process and criticize ourselves for not already being at the destination like everyone else is. And of course, that everyone else is part of that is errant perception of others. We don't know their story or how long they worked on something to get there. And listen to your body, schedule playtime and self-nourishment time, not rote self-nourishment, but when you actually let yourself not think about your business during that time. And be consciously with yourself, spending time with yourself that's quality time, you know, in your heart rather than in your mind. And you go deep into this trans, you go deep into transformative spaces or loving spaces. You get into creator mode. So a lot of times when our brain is off our business, then we just create so naturally when we, we, you know, want to write things and make things and, and make videos in our business. And so it can be the creative time for you and your business. That's really enjoyable rather than more of the project dedicated time. And being in your heart is a more peaceful, settled place. It knows it has the next right step. It knows the answers. The mind is confused and figuring and questioning. The mind second guesses you and puts you down for taking needed time for pleasure and joy. Let your business unfold through your inner wisdom and intuition, through that inner guidance that will steer you so beautifully. Let things unfold naturally so they can become natural to you and part of your rhythm rather than forced, like a forcing a drumbeat that's stilted and mind-driven. You've got to stop treating yourself like a workhorse and listen to the rhythms of your body's needs, your heart's directions, and your soul's knowing. Your feminine, your feminine needs stillness and sunshine and quiet and play and laughter and creative spark. As women, we were conditioned into a masculine mind, and now we have to deprogram that and cultivate our feminine mind, servant to our sacred feminine heart, connected to the ever-present and loving feminine consciousness. I am sending you so much love, and I will talk to you next episode. Hey, goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com. <laughs>